Good morning to all of you who have joined the call. And I'm, I pray that you guys have uh, had such an awesome week so far as we go into greatness, okay? As we go into greatness. And I want you guys to understand something. When we were talking and just, uh, I was telling you guys about the energy that was flowing when we went in and talked about um, the spirit is always speaking to you, right? Expressively, we talked about that. The spirit is always speaking expressly to you. It's just amazing how there is another word, you know what I mean? And, and it's just, it's all, it's good to be in alignment. When we talk about energy grows where energy goes, it's amazing because one of the women of God who prays with me sent me a message and it was the word that I'm looking to talk about today. And I was like, oh, you kidding? So I sent back and said, well, hold on, woman of God, I sent this. I spoke on such and such days ago about the spirit speaking expressively, right? And then here it is, the word that I figured I'm gonna pull today, she sends it to me. I said, wow, Boston, praise God, you're very gifted. I said, no, woman of God, you're gifted. So I'm telling you when you're in alignment, your level of alignment goes so high. Somebody will call you from Egypt and your feeling and energy that you were vibrating on and what you were speaking on, it happened because Silk said, my mom, and I, he's a believer already. But with the leadership call, it was on me and we talked about First Timothy and we read First Timothy 4 and we went down in depth um, of it, right? And I, 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 wanna, I wanna say something to you guys because a lot of times I think people miss, we miss, right? So studying is really a key thing. Studying is key, okay? Now, you claim you're a leader. You said you wanna lead or you didn't claim it or you didn't say it, but your action showed it. So let me debunk the other two. What do you mean when I say your action showed it? Well, you said, I want to help people too. I want to lock arms and serve. Once you decided that you're going to lock arms and serve, you have now put yourself in a position of leadership or to become a leader. Doesn't mean that you know how to lead yet. So let me make it clear. You have stepped up to say, I am stepping up to become a leader. You're not a leader because you have decided that you want to. You're stepping up to become a leader. So now when you've stepped into that zone, that lane, then you need to learn what it takes to become a leader. That is why one of the books every leader here should be reading is The Five Levels of Leadership the five le levels of leadership. And we can all go through it as we've read it before and say, well, I think I have a little of this and think I have a little of that and think I have, guess what? You can sound like you got a little of everything, but you're still on level one. You will know, people will show you, the energy will show you when you've moved from level one to level two. Not you screaming it with the top of your lung. You don't understand, I've been doing it for 10 years. I'm a top leader. No, you can be doing it for 20 years. I never got to level three. I never got to level two. Because when you start getting to level three, that's a heck of a leader. There's people that never get to five. And when you get to five, level five leadership, guess what? You are still a student. You are still learning. So, but understand once you said you locking arms and serve, you stepped into a lane. So what am I saying? Same thing when we look at these stars, hip hop stars, athletes, um, actors, they said they wanted to become a PF, meaning a public figure. They said that. Why? Because they want to act. And being a, an actor, okay, will put you in a limelight. Being a singer will put you in a limelight. Being an athlete will put you in a limelight. Ladies and gentlemen, it will put you in a limelight. Hence, now, because you're now a PF, a public figure, there are certain standards that you have to learn and live up to. I'm, I'm hoping you're getting this. Because you were placed there doesn't mean you know anything. Hence why many of our PFs get into so much trouble. This is a clear analysis so you guys will understand when I'm talking about leadership. You claim, okay, listen, I want to be the ball player. Oh, you got a good arm. Oh, that boy can throw a ball. Oh, oh man, Peyton and Brady and them boy in trouble. Okay? So now they put you up at the starting quarterback. Guess what, leaders? You are a PF, a public figure. You now stepped into a leadership role. 
but does it mean you know how to lead? No. So now it must be cultivated. It must be taught. So because you've knocked down a few touchdowns and they're like, whoa, you're the greatest thing. Oh my God, greatest thing since Tom Brady and Peyton Manning and Dan Marino and, and they're going on and they're going on. Doesn't mean you know how to lead. Hence again, why the mistakes are made, right? So we must always be students of the process and then we constantly learn because becoming a leader means humility, patience, okay? Should be at the forefront as you're becoming a leader. Respect should be at the forefront as becoming a leader. Understanding should be at the forefront as becoming a leader. Because see, if you don't have those things, then guess what? You will fail to lead every time. You will fail to lead every time. That's why when Chairman Bage said some calls back, maybe a week or so ago, when Stephanie was on the call and she said, Stephanie said, I asked him, she just called out the book, she said, Chairman Bage, Chairman Boston, don't you guys just feel like popping off at least one time? Don't you just feel like popping off? Right? Everyone have a different terminology for it. You know what I mean? If you're hanging with Rob, good morning, Rob, and I see you uh, drinking that coffee over there. That's right. If you're hanging with Rob, you'd be like, man, I'm, don't you just feel like getting rough at least one time, Rob? Then you might got the guy from the hood and be like, don't you see Rob shaking his head? That's right. And then you get the guy from the hood and be like, don't you feel like you just want to knock somebody out, son? Don't you feel like you, guess what, leaders? Here's the great thing about it. You can't. <laughs> you can never want to knock anybody out. You can never want to pop off. Yes, you are flesh. But I didn't understand that turn the other cheek until I got in the role of leadership and I kept climbing the ladder. When I got into the role of leadership and I kept climbing the ladder, I, I realized like, oh, geez, oh, Lord, I said the name, who? My wife is always saying, you could call in vain. I said, now I knew what he meant, turn the other cheek. I don't think y'all understand how bigger it is to turn the other cheek. How bigger it is to turn the other cheek. See, let me tell you how bigger it is to turn the other cheek. Because the other side to that, that's why it says, what is it for a man to gain the world and lose his soul? Let me tell y'all something, how amazing this thing is about turning the other cheek. Let me give y'all an analogy because I love this beautiful book in front of me. See the book, see the book? Now, let me tell you how serious it is. That's why you need to turn the other cheek. When the analogy that we use in affirmation was given to the prophet, right? To Moses, when he went and seek and he went up and he heard the word and it told him what needs to happen to my people. And then he said, well, who should I tell them sent me? When he gave him the name in Hebrew, which in English means I am that I am, okay? But when he got back, they were doing shenanigans. They were farming a coup. They didn't wanna hear things. They was plotting. Now listen to this about turning the other cheek. When you don't turn the other cheek, because he was coming down with such anointing, I don't know if anybody ever studied well enough. He said, for those who came up against me, for those who came up against me, for those who are not in alignment with your word, let there be an unusual, listen to this, an unusual death. Let the earth open up and swallow them up. But then you got the savior that came after and said, turn the other cheek. See, leadership, leadership, guys, the people that didn't get swallowed up. Let me tell you all what happened. People that didn't get swallowed up started to run. They were just affiliates. They were just co-signers. Guess what happened? The fire went after and consumed them. 
even though they were they were playing sidelines. You know that sideline? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Rob, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right, Amy. Mm-hmm. Guess what? You got to turn the other cheek. You said you're stepping into leadership. And I'm saying this because some of you who missed that last call that I believe that was so powerful, one of them that Silk even had to go grab his mom and said, look, mom, look, okay? I want to make sure you guys understand something. This is really so key. Why, when I said what came to me this morning was so powerful, why this call to me, Thanksgiving, we started it days before, and that's what First Timothy 4 talked about, and it went in, okay? It went in, and, and, and just so you understand leadership, Deanne, if you get a chance, go, go back there, um, so, so as for those who never was on, will understand where I'm about to go, right? Go back to that First Timothy 4, so, so they'll understand you know, where I'm about to go. So it's so key for you to understand as a leader when you step into that role. So sometimes we step in and we're like, um, I don't know why people are doing this and I don't want somebody coming at me and this person need help or this person need that. And Well, hold on a minute, take a pause, take a deep breath and remember, you said your name was Rob. You said, I'm the man. What I do, I'm great with. Well, if you said you're an astronaut, Rob, and you build space shuttles, <laughs> you then told me you're the man to come to. You're one of the number one. So you've stepped into now a role that people will come to you. You must have understanding, patience, humility. You gotta have it, leaders. Because if you don't, you will lose your organization. If you don't, anything you do, you will have a problem with. If it's any business, because guess what will happen? You'll be just waiting on the day for somebody to, oh man, this person stabbed me in the back. Oh my God, they didn't do proper business. Oh my gosh, we're having this happening. Oh my gosh, because of that. All right, Deanne, go ahead and, 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 and read what we read. Go ahead. First Timothy chapter four. Now the spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter times, some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils, speaking lies in hypocrisy, having their conscience seared with hot iron, forbidding to marry and commanding to abstain from meats, which God hath created to be received with thanksgiving of them which believe and know the truth. Now, we, 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 we broke all of that down with leadership and where we needed to be on, on um, one of the last calls. And I wanna tell y'all this, because of study and because of the last call we had, I think Chairman Beige and I, we were outside and we were talking to you guys. I think it was such an awesome call um, as well. It led me to where I am. It led me to talk about this down the same path because you're building a business, you're trying to be effective um, with the business. You're trying to wheel people in. You're trying to help them win. That means you need to pay attention to the key things. What's really happening in the economy? What is really happening in the economy. Now, why do you need to pay attention to that? You need to pay attention to that so you will know how you can approach your business. People are being laid off. What are they gonna do? Start looking at these major organizations. Wow, people are being laid off. How much it says for me to be, if I help 5,000 lives to win, my reward through helping them win is $100,000 a month? 2,500 is being laid off. How do I get in contact with these people so that these people will see me and see that I have an opportunity that they can actually now, guess what? Thank you for laying me off because I could be in the comfort of my home, still live my life and help my family through a way of making money virtually, right? So now you got to pay attention to what's going on in the community. Now, here's the thing. Second Timothy, second Timothy. This is why I was saying to you how the woman of God just called me and it was like, boom, we're in alignment. Okay, second Timothy, all right? Deanne, I want you to find it. Second Timothy, right? Uh, verse one, right? Second Timothy um, one, right? Second Timothy one, and I need you to go to seven for me. Let me, let me know when you find it. 
Okay, Set got Timothy it. Timothy 1 and go down to 7. Verse 7. Now start off and give me the first line. Verse 7 says, For God hath not given us the spirit of fear. Stop right there. You heard that? <laughs> Leadership, guys. Fear, false evidence appearing real. False evidence appearing real. And here it is. We can go to the five levels of leadership, 21 irrefutable laws. We can go to them, but it says it right here. It says it right here. L leaders, we're stepping into, we're in the bars already. Chairman Beige and I and Million Dollar Wilson, the chairman, we talked about this. When you go into the bars, meaning the last four months of the years, the last four months of the year, when you go into the bars, it changes the game. You know, every quarter, you know, you got to know how to play in every quarter, just like how we're talking about playing football. It's a different game when you're playing in the fourth quarter now. Are you up with leadership? Are you down? How many timeouts do you have? Are you trying to catch a flag only when it's necessary? What are you going to do, right, to really win the game? So when the bars come in, that means the holidays are coming in. When the holidays are coming in, it means people will have suffered all year and then the holidays are coming in and they acting like they still own the whole bank. So you got to know patterns. Hold on a minute. I said, got to know patterns. Don't we trade, Rob? We got to study patterns. So is anybody watching the patterns of mankind in the quarters? When the bars come, okay, when the bars come, September, okay, October, November, okay, December. When those months come, you know that you are shifting in a place that guess what, leaders? Can bring people to start forgetting about their need and fall in lust with their wants. I hope somebody caught that. See? When these months come, people will fall in love with their wants, the lust for their want. They forget about their need. They forget that, ooh, they told you that one more payment, you're out of that house. And the state that you live in, they will get you out real quick. Okay? It's not like New York State. You live in there for a whole year, swinging around, back and forth with the courts. The state you live in happens to say, you're out this quick. You forget about that need and you fall in lust with the, the want to say, well, the bars are here. Well, you know, you can't expect this right now. My kid need this. What is, matter of fact, today's Black Friday, isn't it? Oh, well, I, I need to go shopping for Black Friday. I need to go get all the presents right now because Christmas is coming up. The new year's gonna hit. We gotta turn up, we gotta get lit. I gotta make sure everybody good. They've been, uh, you ready for the justification leaders? You ready for the justification? Well, it's been a rough year. Whew, we've been locked down for so many months, Rob. And I just need to really serve myself and live. That's what we do. We start telling ourselves, we, we, we start making it something that will justify our actions. Now leaders, you on the other hand, if you study the pattern, then you need to know how to approach what's happening, show value so that these individuals will join the movement. Are you guys with me? Show value so that these individuals will join the movement. Because when it comes to this time, you're gonna hear all types of story. Why? You're gonna hear these stories because Folks forget about their need. They forget about their need. Guess why they forget about their need? Is anybody, y'all waiting for this one? Like my daughter said, wait for it. Guess why they forget about their need? Because they have this great assumption that the catch up is about to happen come January. What happens in January, Rob? What opens up? For everybody to be happy that they're gonna be expecting. What, what happens at the top of the year? Every year, everybody go and blow everything to say, well, look, to heck with my need. I'm focusing on my want because come January, it's what time? Can anybody unmute to tell me? 
It's what time come January? Okay. Thank you, Marlena. It's tax time. Woo! I got four kids, Rob. I got seven kids. I need you to understand. Study the patterns. Is anybody studying the patterns? Because here's what's happening. If I forgo my needs, fall in lust with my want, and then assume that come tax time, I will get their money to pay off on that. Ooh, ooh. Do anybody see a vicious cycle? Can anybody tell me what that does? Are we gonna be elevating like this? Or are we doing this? Somebody can unmute and share that with me. Are we gonna be elevating? Or are we gonna be doing this? Leaders, go ahead, Marlena. We're gonna be in that cycle. Thank you, thank you. We're going to be in that cycle, a vicious cycle. That's what it's called, around and around and around. I can break down every, okay, every segment of the year. That is what a businessman who is an investor, a philanthropist who studies will understand. You need to know this. Study the pattern. You're, you said you stepped in. Remember, you stepped into the role. You said, I want to help others. You want to help others. So guess what? Let's cultivate your skill of leadership. Because a leader must be understanding. A leader must obtain wisdom through knowledge that the leader will learn. A leader must have humility and patience. See, you don't, be a, you don't say I'm stepping into leadership role, but you put on a boxing glove and got Vaseline. You're trying to beat people up. That's not gonna end well. Leadership ain't about punches. Leadership ain't about throwing back a punch. Leadership is receiving a punch and figuring out what happened that led to that punch so that you can better be equipped for it and so that you can help that individual along with yourself to grow. I hope somebody caught that. I hope somebody caught that. So you see when it says, Deanne, read that first line again. Read that first line again on number seven. Read that first line again for me, Deanne. It says, for God have not given us the spirit of fear. That's right. But what? And what's the next part? It says, Deanne. For God have not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of sound mind. <laughs> but of power, love, and sound mind. Y'all understand what I'm saying? Is anybody, is anybody with me or am I losing you? Is anybody with me or am I losing Power. Sound mind, love. Leaders, I'm telling you, when I designed what I was going to do and the woman of God texted, I said, look at, I said, thank you. Out of the blue. When she sent the message, I said, I had to reach back out right away. Normally, I would touch base with her, you know, hey, later on, hey, how you doing, blah, blah, blah. I said, I had to reach, I said, woman of God, you're so timely. What I spoke to my team about and what I have for this morning, look, she was like, man. See, when you're vibrating high, we don't raise our blood pressure with anger. We challenge anger with kindness. Yes, we are flesh. Yes, we will fall short all the time. But guess what? There is no excuse when it comes down to you realizing that you have placed yourself in this role and I must, not I may be, I must adhere to the process of being taught to become a leader, to being taught to be a better leader to being taught to understanding those that I am leading and those that I am affirming that is coming into my organization or to do business with me that may fall under my guidance and leadership. 
That is why they said with great, with great power, with great power, you must have great understanding because you just don't have the power and act a fool. I'm a genie, Shazam, I wish for a million dollars. No, no. Let the process happen. Let the process happen. It clearly said here, guys, this is what it says. It says, for God had not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and sound mind. I need y'all to understand how, how powerful that is. I need you guys to understand how powerful that is. You said you're stepping into this role. You have an organization. You're talking to people every day. You have to get out of your own way. Let me tell you something about being under any type of influence outside of the right influence. Now, you may say, well, what, what is the right influence? The right influence is of sound mind, power, and love. That is the right influence. And if you're outside of that, you're being influenced by something else. It can be hearsay, guard your ear gate, you being somebody who loves gossiping, you being somebody who loves excessive alcohol drinking, you being somebody in any facet, you are now taking yourself outside of where you need to be. Because now you're no longer of power, love and sound mind because you done stepped out of there. So guess what? Deanne's gonna call and she's gonna say, hey boss, and I need uh, such and such chairman, can you do this? And I'm gonna fly off the handle, Rob. Matter of fact, Rob, you're on here. I see Miss T on here. Let me tell you, Rob, it was a pleasure. I'll let you tell him. I'll let you tell him, Rob. With all the time that you've been here, we finally got a chance to sit down. Rob, just let's talk, talk about that experience and, 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 and how, we, uh, how it felt and you connecting with us and, and, and Miss T as well. Yeah, it was, uh, it was awesome. You know, I, I just felt that we, we had a good connection and even though we've never met, we've had, uh, you know, the, our Zoom meetings and, uh, and so, you know, all the time that we've, that we've spoken on here and um, meeting was just, it was just special. It was special. Uh, we're all kind of have like minds and, and we, we're, we're all looking for, um, you know, ways to improve our, uh, ourselves and, and our businesses and, and just, you know, new friends and, and people of, of same minds and people who, who are looking to, you know, do better in their lives. And, uh, you know, everyone has their own um, ways of uh, expressing themselves. And you're always learning something new from whoever you're talking to. You can take, uh, I took so much from the meeting. It was, it was fabulous just seeing you beige and, and T too. It was, you're just great, just loving and fabulous people. Man, Rob, thank you, thank you, thank you very much. It was, it was our pleasure. Uh, we've been attempting to do this on three or four occasions, Rob. <laughs> Every time we're around, yeah. Rob, where are you? Let's connect, Rob. Hey, you know. And it finally made sense. Uh, it finally made sense to sit with you and <clears throat> just hear your high regards for the team, uh, the mentorship that you have uh, through uh, those that are in the, uh, the organization. Uh, with um, Maya, Teresa, everyone else. And, and it's, to me, you see, you're, you're, those that you surround yourself with, when you say you're a leader, they're a reflection of who you are. They are a reflection of who you are. If you are leading, right? And you're leading in sound mind, okay? Power and love. If you're leading in sound mind, power, and love, and if they are willing, right, if they're willing to understand servant leadership. So it was awesome connecting with you because we felt that energy. We felt good about it. And, and see, oftentimes there's a major thing that really destroys a lot of us. And, and before I touch on that, uh, Miss T, if you're able to speak this morning, don't know if you're able to speak. Uh, if you can, go ahead and share your experience because you were there as well with Rob. Hey, good morning, family. How are you? <laughs> Fantastic. How are you? 
I'm good. I'm good. So I hope everybody had a good Thanksgiving. But listen, Rob, it was genuine. And I meant what I said, because remember, I thought there was no one else in Tampa. You know, and I was like, I'm just alone here and, you know, dealing with my own get out, get out of my own way struggles. And listen, like I'm ready to put Tampa on the map and the energy. And like you said, like minds, our spirits is like meeting another family member. So I'm, I'm very excited. Like, let's do this. <laughs> I'm ready for 2021. OK, 2020 need to go. <laughs> <Let's> go. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> yes, yes, that's what I'm talking about. It was it was so good. And that was good. Yes. energy. You know, you guys were awesome, man. We, yes. locked, we shut the place down and all, you know what I mean? <laughs> yes, we did. It's like, y'all got to go. Y'all ain't got to go home. <laughs> I like, hold on. They just like, I don't, we don't have to go home, but we got to get out of here. You know? Right. <laughs> so, so, you know, and, and, and I, you know, I want to tell you guys, uh, like everyone here, I love you guys. Uh, you know, still said something the other day and that's so key. People need to understand if he doesn't say enough and, and, and that's truly a fact. I love you all uh, being just this organization and I expect that we will grow old together in different ventures and just hey. as we use this, right? And T, now it's a decade and change and you still going strong. So I know you are right at T. I know you've been around for a long time, right? And yes. it's just the same thing as you know, um, Tiffany, who was, she was first, uh, she came on board, she was in Japan, you know, as we were building a team there. And, yeah. and, she, and she still, and she was just, she was just focused on, look, I'm staying the course with Beijing Boston. I'm staying right. the course to run with it. You, you, that makes sense, T? Right. Blood don't make you family, loyalty does. Uh, oh, <laughs> say that again, say that again, T. Blood don't make you family, loyalty does. Oh my gosh. Oh my yeah. God. Come on, Rob. Come on, Rob. Integrity. <laughs> you see, you, you listen to me, guys. The T, the leadership is a reflection of T, T, T carried and served. She is already, she was leading already. So to be able to tell you that, then Rob, who has been in the place of what he's been doing for so long, you know, I right. love your energy, Rob. You know, it's Rob, you funny. Rob, I want to make, I want to make sure you understand. You're a funny guy, Rob. <laughs> character y'all just don't understand y'all need to meet rob rob is really rob charisma awesome you know what i mean Thank and you. you you know it's amazing when you really that. connect with your people rob and i'm i'm happy that we connected brother yes me too me too both of you yeah it was just absolutely. a great luncheon yeah absolutely and, and guys you know it's funny i want to say something as they were talking about integrity and and loyalty let me tell you guys this right let me tell you guys this Chairman Beige mentioned something earlier before the call. She said, it's our emotions that lead us down that wrong path. It's our emotions. See, even the word, I can go to scripture here. The word talked about avoiding, right? Provocation, avoid, just if you got to diverse, move away, move away so you don't, right? Have to deal with that situation or it will be fixed with time. Chairman Bage, you want to add anything on this? Because I know you talked about emotions and it's so key for you guys to understand the emotions is what makes things happen wrong all the time for us as a group, as leaders, as, as, as team members. We, the emotions, we, 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 go, we go up into our feelings and we're forgetting leaders i just told you about the slap on one cheek and turn the other most of us i, I can't do that who you i can't do that why do we have to do it under duress why can't we just do it and realize that look i'm bigger than this i'm bigger than this nobody ain't gonna slap me on the cheek we go right into defense mode like we so leaders i want y'all to understand something no one including me no one on this call no one, listen, caught in the wrong position, ain't nobody bad. We don't need to, we need to, we need to understand what he was saying about slap on the cheek. It's leadership, it's humility. Our emotions gets us in trouble. You understand? Like every battle is a worth fighting. You know, every thought that comes to your mouth doesn't have to be said. And that's the difference between successful people or high level chairmen and people who are just living a life of mediocrity. If you cannot control your mouth, if you cannot control your emotions, you cannot control your bank account, you can't control your diet, you can't control yourself, period. So uh, we have to always learn how to keep our emotions in check. And it's the hardest thing to do, you know, even for me. 
it's the hardest thing to do, but it's the people who've learned to, to hone that skill are the people who are going to get what they want in this world. Because a lot of times the emotions are temporary. And after 30 minutes, after one day, after a week, you're like, man, I shouldn't have said that. But guess what? You can't take it back. <laughs> you cannot take it back. It was people, very influential people that I had in my life and, you know, mentors. And at the time I feel like, oh, they didn't call me right back or they didn't return my call. And I got mad and like blocked them. <laughs> and fast forward, like five years later, putting the pieces of the puzzle to my life together. I'm like, oh my God, this person could have made so much impact in my life, but I was in my emotions. And now that I look back at it, I'm like, okay, I was like a 20 year old. This was a multi, multi, multi millionaire, probably have, you know, multiple companies, multiple investments all over the world. The person was probably not in the country when I text them, but because of my emotions, I was like, who does so-and-so think they are? Like I, I reached out to them once, I reached out to them twice and they didn't call me back. So what, what did I do? You know, cut off my nose to spite my face when I could have just humbled myself, be patient, and swallow my pride and would have still had people like that in my circle. Think about long-term, think about long-term. And even with building a business, like it was people who, you know, cussed us out in the beginning who, oh, that's a scam. Oh, that's one of those things. Oh, you're only calling me to sell me. And the flesh in me, of course, wanted to tell them off. But the wisdom in me from trial and experience, I'm like, you know what? Just humble yourself as hard as it is not to text that person back as hard as it is not to answer that person you know just just take that take that and sure enough most of the time six months later one year later when they see you're still rising they come right on back oh i apologize i was just going through some stuff at the time but what do i look like you know stooping to, to their level like that would not make me a leader so moving forward, as we cultivate you guys as leaders, prospects are going to say stuff that rub you guys the wrong way. Team members are going to say stuff that rub you the wrong way. But it's the people who are patient and the people who have high emotional intelligence that's going to push forward. Because it's a given that people are going to rub you the wrong way. So how are you going to react when they do that? Is your reaction going to allow you to catapult? or stay where you are or take 10 steps back. So think about that every time you open your mouth or every time you want to react when things don't go your way. Oh my gosh. You know, it is so powerful that, you know, the chairman talked about that and you guys with T and Rob adding into integrity and loyalty and so on. And she talked about everything, everything thought about is not to be said. And, you know, we, we, we teach on this and it's really leaders. I, I need y'all, you know, I said the other morning, I said, when I get on a call and I'm giving thanks and it's about growth in me and, and should be allowing growth in you, I said to everyone, I said, hey, hey listen, if you don't want to be here, ta-ta. That's what I said, ta-ta, goodbye. It's okay. Because here's what I realized, why I keep excelling. Why every time I don't follow the blueprint of that sound mind, this is me teaching right now because I'm saying it so that I affirm it to me. See, look, every time I do not follow the blueprint of a sound mind, I see things start happening in any business, in personal life, in everything, this quick. See, some people may say, but I don't see it that quick. Guess why? See, if you vibrate in here and then you're being blessed with a lot, the minute you stray off when you have already made vows to your creator, he does like this. He acts so fast. So I got to step back in line quick. Hold on a minute. What was I thinking? Now, you see what she just said? Let me tell you guys something. A favorite book most of you should learn to read outside of all that we're talking about. Just take the book Proverbs and let it and rub it all over your mind, over your soul. Rub the book Proverbs. Really, you should. Among all the other books, we're talking about five levels of leadership. We're talking about the power of broke. We're talking about 21 irrefutable laws, Proverbs, okay? Because the chairman just said something to you guys. And let me, let me just pull something real quick. This is why I said it's about studying to show yourself approved, right? Proverbs, listen to this. I'm gonna tell you this, Proverbs 4.23. Proverbs 4.23, listen to this, right? My book is right here. See the book. Wasn't Googling my best friend, the book, right? So check this out, right? It says, Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. Now, if you missed that, let me finish the second part, then I'll break it down to you, okay? It says, 
put away from thee a forward mouth, okay? And perverse lip put far from thee. Chairman just said, not everything thought about should be said. It's saying the issues of the heart, listen to this really good so I can break it down. He says, keep thy heart with diligence. When, it, when he talked about diligence, talking about keep your heart with diligence, what he's saying is that the heart, remember I said you can tell somebody, hey, Rob, I like you, but your heart is over here saying, I really don't like him. Guess what reaction you're going to get? Guess what you're sending to the universe? You're trying to tell this man you like him, but in your heart, you're over there feeling a certain way. Remember, it says that if we, when we go to the text, it says that man look at the outward appearance, but the most high look at the heart. The universe is attracted to the heart because when the mouth speak it, the mouth is supposed to be speaking from the conscious mind, which allows consistency of the conscious mind to register into the unconscious, which is the subconscious mind, which is coming out from the heart, giving off the feelings. So if your mouth, if you don't guard your heart with diligence, because he said for the heart, what's in the heart can, can bring issues. Meaning, because if you've been boiling up, with animosity in your heart. Guess what? Throw the key away. You saw that? Zip it. Throw the key away. He said, put away from opening your mouth, from having a forward mouth. That's why when Stephanie could have said to us, I said that earlier, and when she said, hey, Chairman, don't you guys just feel like popping off one time? Don't you just feel like popping off? Yeah, of course. But what is popping off going to do for me? What is it really going to do for me? See, it's just going to bring me more headache. But if you listen to what Chairman Bay just said, she said, if you can only be humble for a little while, if you can only be humble for a little while, let me tell you guys something as I open up this to you guys. As I was growing up, and we started to do with the business certain little outreach programs. Uh, had a lot of friends that was major uh, um, correction offices and I was selling homes to every type of individuals. So, you know, I got the chance to visit a lot of prisons all around this country, okay? Share this with you guys so you guys will understand, okay? And I got involved with conversations, conversations with guys on every level and let me tell you this, I can honestly say to you all, if I just want to put a number in it and I'll go as low as 75%, they all said to me, youngster, if I only I thought about this a little longer, some of these things wouldn't have happened. If I'd only allowed my emotions did not get a hold of me. And then when they reenact, some of them that shared with me things that happened, they caught themselves when the emotion popped right back up and be like, man, but I could have, and then they caught themselves and said, do you see just the reenacting of it, talking about it would have made me and bring me right back there to end up right back here. So what am I saying? Is it something that you just learn overnight? No, it is something that we must practice. That's why I said not practice makes perfect, perfect practice makes perfect. So when I'm speaking to you, I'm speaking to me. Boston, how can you braid your mouth, zip it? How can you not talk too fast? How can you be more humble? How can you not look and place judgment and get to know the character of who that person is before you make any wrong assessments? You don't know the reason for that reason for that reason, but energy grows where energy goes. So give it time. That's why time to the most high is not time like how we look at it. Time to him is the healing or and the understanding of things that will allow knowledge to then become wisdom. I hope somebody caught that. I hope somebody caught that. I hope somebody caught that. That's how the most high look at time. He doesn't clock time the way we clock time. 
because he sees it all. The universe understand the roundness of everything. So it's the understanding that will allow now you the knowledge of which you've learned that will bring wisdom. That's how he looks at it. That if you allow the time, then you may sit back and say, oh, I was about to go run up in here and act a fool. What was wrong with me? Because then you get to start listening and understanding the outcome of what your incoming actions would have brought about. Because for every action, Rob, there's a reaction, right? <laughs> for every action, there's a reaction. Are you able to speak? Uh, yes, I am. Awesome, awesome. We'll go right ahead. Since you've been on fire this morning anyway, go right ahead and, 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 and chime in for me on this topic. You know, it kind of just reminds me of uh, when the scripture says that death and life is in the power of the tongue. And sometimes while we are, uh, we have the motivations to do the right things, we speak out of frustration and cancels out, cancels out all the work that we, um, or the intentions that we've been trying to put out there because what we speak and what we're doing are not matching. And I've noticed that um, in my life, when my walking and my talking match up, that I have more impact in my life and the results are usually in line with the outcome that I'm trying to accomplish. Ooh, that's good. Weigh in on that. Good morning, good morning, everybody. Um, a lot of those things you mentioned, I suffer from, and am honestly just being real, you know, confused with how to overcome. I don't know how, you know what I'm saying? So it's a blessing for me to be, because I ain't gonna see, I can't give nobody no instructions on how to turn the other cheek. I can't give nobody no instruction because I've never lived it. I've never had instruction on it. I've always been in constant battle, whether it be spiritual or physical, since I was born. And I'm still in a violent battlefield environment every day. So to try to take my mind away from it, and then it's gunfire, bomb, bomb, bomb. Then it just it, it brings out that 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 same stuff that you're trying to get away from. So it's so for me, it's not impossible, but it's a process as well. And it takes a lot of you wanting to get away from because it. it's easy to snap. It's easy to go into a rage. It's easy, it's easier to succumb to that. So I will say I have been a lot better because a lot of situations where I look at myself and I'm like, man, I know I would have, the old me, I would have dealt with totally, completely different. I've changed in ways that you say something to hurt me and I know you're trying to hurt me. My old response would have been to cut you because I know how to cut you, but I have practiced, you know what? I'm not even going to say nothing back. I'm not even, but it, but the problem with me is to a certain extent, you know, emotions come in and now I'm, I'm not trying to cut you. I'm trying to annihilate you. And I got to, I got to root that out in order to become a leader. And I know this, this is not something I don't know or something I just don't know, honestly, how the process to overcome certain things to become, you know what I'm saying? Not at war with the world or not looking at every situation. And can I trust this for, oh, you trying to, oh, you trying to, I skeptical about everything. So that's something I struggle with, man. And, and I always love your transparency because I know that you're here to learn. When Beige said earlier that, you know, she's talking about, uh, you know, just because, uh, you know, you think of something, uh, you know, you're upset about something, you know, just you blurb it out. I, I, th I thought that was so keen when she said that because I experienced something yesterday. Uh, uh, we were over at some uh, friend's house. Uh, we had a small Thanksgiving setting. It's like seven people uh, and uh, they had it catered. And <laughs> it it wasn't good. It wasn't good. Uh, and um, so the guy um, went into this text battle with a caterer, and you know it was just back and forth and back and forth. And I said, I said, man, just stop. I said, she knows that you're not satisfied right now. I said, wait until tomorrow or Saturday, Saturday, and let her get herself together because she's dealing with another customer too. So just, just, but he was like, nah, 
I, I, I got to get this off me. I got to get this off me. And I mean, it, it, I, and I understand if I had been the host and, you know, I got a, a, a sloppy deal like that and I had guessed, I would have been upset too. But, you know, as my grandmother would say, whatever comes up shouldn't come out. You know, you, uh, you just have to chill sometime and just, you know, um, be still and know that he is God. Uh, you know, and it's going to be taken care of. So um, when Beige was going on her um, speech uh, earlier, uh, I thought it was so timely when she said all that. So, yeah, that's um, that, that's a great thing. That's that's really good. There's some simple things that we can do to just not take it there, guys, to really not. You know, Kevin was right. It doesn't matter how upset he was. Kevin was right. She's dealing with something else. Deal with her today or tomorrow. You might have had a, a queen response from her and how she might have refunded you or different things like that. So you see how the situation seems demanding on him because people are being fed, but then it might not have came out the right way, but now he feels he needs to express. It happened already. Yeah, and I'll share this. I remember when I was promoting my very first book in my early 20s, I went on this radio station and all the radio hosts on it was pretty cool for the most part, but there was just this one guy. I know he had just went through a divorce. He was so bitter, so angry. And in the interview, he said something, you know, um, disrespectful to me, which he lost his job for. <laughs> well, he went on suspension, but disrespectful to me. And it threw me off guard. When I tell you, I went off on this man on live radio. <laughs> I went all out of character. And later that night, I spoke to one of my mentors and I'm like, that was the one thing he could have said to set me off. That's my one button. And my mentor said, no, you don't have any buttons. Because once somebody knows you have buttons or what button to press, they will continue to press that. And now they have control over you. When they want to throw you off course, they know exactly what to say. They know exactly what to do from that moment. Like that stayed with me. It, I came a long way from that one little conversation that we had. You can't give people the power to control you with words. Like, that's ridiculous. That's like being a teenager. Good morning, everybody. Good um, morning. This, this, <laughs> this conversation reminds me of a mindfulness practice um, and developing the practice of mindfulness. One of the, the curriculums that I use um, in teaching, especially adolescents, um, is a, is a book called Learning to Breathe, but um, and, and when you're in adolescence and as a child, if, this, if the practice of mindfulness isn't modeled for you and explicitly taught to you, your trauma triggers end up um, manifesting themselves in your adulthood. And so, you know, we end up um, going off, popping off, somebody just says something crazy, and usually it's a trigger um, to our trauma where we maybe feel rejected or we don't feel properly nourished or we don't feel like what was possible has come to pass and we, we end up frustrated and saying and doing something out of character. And so like, <laughs> I was just saying that children, children bring, bring it out of you for sure they definitely test your ability to um to understand the elements of what what's happening and how you should react to them um and that's part of the reason why i think just just staying in a, a teaching coaching mindset is that um a lot of adults quite frankly carry quite a lot of trauma and a lot of times we're just not mindful of that and we dismiss the impact of it when we're working with them. Um, wow, Steph. And, wow. And it's, I'm, I don't know how else to, to say that we each have like an experience that we carry and we can't dismiss that. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. You are so right, but how how proverbs talked about working on it mm -hmm. so prayer exactly okay. that's what proverbs talked about is how to not jump too fast with this because i know once it's said i can't take it back <laughs> once it's said it came out already okay so we have to be so diligent and practice patience 
I screw up all the time. But I'm always like, how do I fix X, Y, Z? What's difficult to do is being humble and wonder what is happening behind this. Why? Okay. So this is why it's so key. We can't let our emotions get out of check. Uh, thank you for joining, brother. Let me know if you can weigh in. Hey, good morning, everyone. What you were saying about um, giving the time to, to feel those emotions and to process that fully. And like you said, in time, things will, you know, they, um, they will heal, you know, when you pray on it. But it, it is easy to like, to, in that moment, to jump the gun and to react in that, you know, um, in a way that could compromise ourselves in the future, you know. So we just got to be mindful of our actions and how we govern ourselves. Absolutely. Absolutely. Be mindful in how we govern ourselves. There's so many good things that were said today. I'm so happy I jumped on the call and I didn't say, oh, I'm busy with this or whatever. I'm trying to, you know, stay on these calls more. And I'm so glad that uh, I came today. Um, one of the thoughts that I've been toying with a lot lately is mirroring in the sense that um, part of the reason that we're not as mindful as we should be and we have to learn it is because you you get up in the morning and unless you make a, con a conscious effort to go look at yourself in the mirror, you never see yourself. Your eyes are in your body and you're always looking out. And so you're always reacting to what you see and you don't see yourself ever. You have to like go home, get in the mirror and look at yourself. Ladies, I know we've probably gone out during the day and our hair was laid in the morning and we went out and the wind blew and some things happened and we were just talking to people with all confidence based on their hairstyle we had this morning and we got home and it was all over your head. Um, the only way you can see yourself in the real world is the people that are coming to you, positive or negative, are mirrors to what's actually in your heart and what you need to work on. And the discernment and the wisdom that you all are talking about when these people come to you is a test. And when you react with your tongue, you lose an opportunity to process what's actually being presented to you and treat it accordingly. So, you know, you remember on Lion King when Simba was with Rafiki and he looked in the water and he said, I just see my reflection. And he said, look again. And he saw his father and he was carrying him in his heart and he saw his father. You know, it's like that in the world when your parents trying to teach you to pay attention. You know, you look one minute and you just see whatever. And you look again and you see something a lot deeper. And what I've been struggling with for uh, kind of the last year is when you walk into a situation, what percentage of it is my responsibility? Because some people are just testing you to see have you gained any wisdom. And some of it is showing you, you need to work on this. You're causing this. And so I just think it's really important to realize that the world can be your mirror if you're mindful enough to pay attention and to watch your tongue so you don't lose the, those opportunities uh, to, to get those lessons. Wow. When we open up this call, listening to you guys as leaders, it just makes me feel so good. I'm so proud. Mirroring is so key, guys. It's funny when she said that, you know what I said? And I bet most of y'all get a kick out of this. What if every time we all walk, there's a long mirror that shows our, our full body and face. So we're walking and this mirror is in front of us or beside us all the time. So our reaction, we get to see it every time we react. You think it would change some things? You know what I'm saying? Because if you, when she talked about mirroring and she went deep with the concept, but just imagine a physical mirror with you all the time. You would be so more conscious as to, oh, hold on a minute, man, my face kind of oily. Here I am trying to talk trash to Rob and I'm, oh, hold on, let me fix this. Oh, I didn't know that that shake that I just ate still got shake on my beard. Hold on, oh, let me listen. You will start being a bit more conscious and that's what we're saying. Be mindful of how you speak go ahead i know you wanted to weigh in uh, i was just gonna say what she said was so major Jesus. <laughs> it was so major yes. and uh you know 
it, it, <laughs> yes. it, would be, it would be so good if we all just knew how we looked all the time. Not not necessarily just physically, but you know, emotionally and all that would be so major. But the analogies that she gave were so profound. So kudos. That is so good. Go ahead. I see you get your hands up. Go ahead, brother. The hardest thing I ever did in my life, the most painful thing I ever had to do was to look at myself and to address my flaws. That that it gonna hurt. It's gonna hurt you to sit there and then. You're going to want to look away from the mirror, but to stare in it and look and see them. And then the work you know you got to do to, 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 to iron them out. Like, you're not, you're like, man, I got to do all this work and accept all this and be accountable for all the stuff I'm doing. It's hard, man. It's real hard. So yes. thank you for that. I knew everybody was going to get touched by that because you really went deep on that with the mirroring, because everybody's been talking about such powerful things, as you said, and that is so key. Watch it, because she said we miss opportunities. That's right, because you spoke too fast. You reacted too fast. See, sometimes we don't really, we just humble ourselves, right? Let's humble ourselves to be able to elevate. And that's really so key. And this is why this is so good. So, you know, uh, Deanne, I'll have you weigh in. And if anybody else want to weigh in and you can close it out, Deanne, uh, go ahead and weigh in on this, Deanne, because I know we. I, I was asking everybody and I'm like, okay, you know what? Let me hear your take on this. Absolutely, absolutely. This was just so powerful, guys. This was so powerful. And it always speaks about alignment, right? Are we in perfect alignment? And this just shows that it's it's a lot. Like our alignment is right there. The chairman had a word today, but guess what? In his word, his prophetess just literally confirmed that this is what he should be speaking about, right? It's all about confirmation. It's all about positivity. It's guys, it's all about the alignment. When you are a child of God, let me tell you, when you're a child of God, when you believe in the most high, when you believe in certain things and you, you, you're, you're walking in the right path and where you're supposed to do, everything falls into place. So, you know, it, it's just amazing that this is the message that he had today. Okay, it really amazes me. And I'm so happy and grateful that I was on this call today because we could be anywhere, right? We could be doing what everybody else is doing and going to shop and everything. But we know that our, you know, our um, mental state, right, <laughs> I should say, because that's what it is, is more important. We always say once you can, you know, take that mistake or you can realize what your errors are, then you know you're growing. So that is big. I feel like this, this calls just literally shifted to a whole other level. And I expect that great things are going to come going forward because for the past few weeks, it's all about alignments. And, you know, I feel like we've all just been totally in alignment with each other, no matter what, you know, one person comes in, whether or not somebody is there or on the call or not, they come in and finish the call with the exact same words and just bringing more. I expect all of us to, you know, elevate and not remain the same because it's all about elevation. So that's my take on it. I'm excited, I'm excited. What you're experiencing now, if you can only see with a spiritual eye how you've already excelled, you understand? But that's the game of life that is being played. The game of life that the physical being is experiencing is not knowing that he or she has all things through the most high, but you're experiencing failure of losing homes, failure of losing car, failure of not understanding leadership, failure of not being in alignment. The physical being is experiencing it, but the spiritual being already has all the accomplishment. So because you can't see at the touchdown line, but the most high have already seen it, you don't see that you're a billionaire at the touchdown line. Because you at the 10 yard back here and you struggling and you suffering and you're like, oh my God, nothing's going to happen. I keep getting knocked down. I can't get past the 20. I'm keep getting knocked down. But your spiritual being is like, look at me jumping here celebrating. If he can only, if the physical being can only understand, you're going to break down those walls because you got to remember the reason why you got to continue to push, continue to push, continue to push, continue to push. It is because you're one person. And the universe have to recognize it as many when you constantly affirm it, affirm it, affirm it. Because one person did not break down the walls of Jericho. It was an accumulative effort. So you are only one. 
you got to keep pushing. So it's heard and the movement is happening. It's coming. But in the process, just keep moving. It's done already. Just keep moving. You hit down. I, I'm going again. I'm, I, I'm going. Oh, you, you want, want me to talk trash? I'm not going to talk trash because you're trying to slow up my blessing. And I'm not slowing up my blessing. Let's go. Oh, man, I can't stand you, bro. We coming and look for you. Okay, let's go. Don't slow up your blessing because the minute you do that, now guess what? You're now delaying the process. You don't want to delay it. It's still coming, but you're delaying it. Do you want it in a year or do you want the universe to say he mixed matching? So uh, it's going to come to him, but now it's going to take a 10-year leap. See, that's the thing. That's why when you hear that the word is leashed out and it never comes back to him void, but accomplish what it seeks out to accomplish, it is because it can be held. When I say held, it can be held and slowed up. And guess how that happened? It happens because of you. The mirror is key. You understand that concept, you will crush it in anything that you do, guys in anything that you do. So you got to put in the work, you got to be diligent, you have to be humble, you have to acquire the knowledge so that you're wiser to your steps. Let's just take off guys. So y'all be blessed. Uh, let's continue winning. So I love y'all, y'all be blessed and have a fantastic, fantastic rest of the week.